Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Damn. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. So I have someone on the show who I have been wanting to talk to forever. And that is Tiara from Sean's season of The Bachelor. One of the most epic villains of all time. <laughs> this is so big for me. I'm so excited. <laughs> like, unbelievable. So I found you on Facebook, by the way. Like, yep. you, you're not on social media. Nope, and I just actually posted um, on Instagram in over a year. I, we're going to talk about that. It's a good post. You working out, too. <laughs> um, Try so, it. Like, I want to, I want to, I mean, how long ago were you on the show? Six years ago. Six years ago. So your life has just totally changed. Oh, yeah. So let's start with where you are now. What, what are you doing? I've been doing real estate, the same thing I've been doing when I, before I went on the show. Um, now I basically do sales and property management side of real estate in Las Vegas, my hometown. Um, so I'm back in my roots instead of Denver, Colorado. Um, but yeah. Oh my God. Normal, so, <laughs> normal life, which not all of us go back to, but, but I remember, I can't remember how old I was when I was watching your season, but I will, like, if I think back on my favorite people ever, like, you're, you're at the top, and, and it was, it's just such an honor to talk to you. Um, I'm really excited, so I want to, let's, let's, like, give a recap for people, because this was so long ago. Sean Lowe was your bachelor. Did you know he was going to be your bachelor? No. So I only knew when they came to do my um, background, like before the show. Right. Um, so they told me then, and I was I was pretty pumped because I remember him on Emily's season. Right. And I thought he was cute, down to earth, genuine Texas boy. Yep. Um, and he was that. He I have nothing bad to say about him. Um, had a great experience with him. Okay. Um, not so much this. Staying in the house. <sighs> yeah, I, I wonder though. Okay, wait. I'm gonna take my opinion of Sean out really quick. Let's let's. So you go on the show. What was your kind of headspace going into it? Like, were you? What What were you thinking? You were nervous. Yes. You should have seen me the the night that they we get ready and then this they start filming. In the limo, freaking out the whole way there. And they're like, Tiara, drink, drink, just drink champagne. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no way possible I'm going to get hammered if I do that. So I just kept my cool. And then when I met him, it was so surreal. Yep. The moment you pull through those gates in the house, you're like, whoa. What's happening? I was watching The Bachelor and Bachelor as a kid. And so now I was living that experience. So it was the most incredible once in a lifetime experience. Um, but I was in a whirlwind I mean it's midnight and it's filming and cameras are everywhere like what do you expect you and, know and so you did the I mean was it the same back then where you're in the hotel for a yeah. while and you're overthinking everything and you're thinking of your entrance yeah. and then you walk down to the lobby and you meet some of the girls obviously yeah. 
what, at that point, right. At that point, was there any fear of like, I don't know how these girls are going to vibe with me or was, I remember everyone being in a really good mood. No one was mean to each other at that point. No. I mean, there was only, what, five or six girls per limo. Right. So I remember when I got down there, everyone was just kind of like, hi, you know, meeting each other. And then you get in your limo and everyone has the same anxiety and feelings that you're going through. Right. So when you get in the limo, you're more worried about what's going to happen at your entrance right. than worried about who these girls are. Your, your, your bloodline, like, are just like you're going so fast that when you get there, it's like, damn, this is happening. It's freaking <laughs> happening. Yeah, I, re I remember everyone was really nervous, but I don't know if it was the same. Did they still say, you're not allowed to, like, introduce yourselves to each other? You're not allowed to, like, talk to each other right now because we're not on camera? Mm -hmm. So it was the same. Same. Who was in your limo? Do you remember? Yeah, so um, nobody that lasted, like, that long. Okay. Um, one of the girls, I think, left that night, and then two other made it, like, a little bit into the season, um, and then Sarah was in my, my limo, I believe. Oh, oh duh, Sarah. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is so exciting. I, I can't recall, like, exactly, um, but there was a girl I remember with one blue eye and one brown eye, and she was, like, a cute country singer. Oh, gosh, I remember her. She and didn't last long, right? She let go that night. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, but I remember thinking, that's cool that they got two different color eyes on the show. That's awesome. I know. Oh. Um, she was so awesome. She, But she went out there and sang her heart way, and I think... What did you do for your entrance? I don't remember. Or did you just walk up and say hi? No, I just walked up. I said hi, and then I showed him my heart. That's on my finger. I have a tattoo of heart. Right. I remember and now. I hope you're the one to close it. <laughs> this is so awkward. So you go in the house... What order limo were you in? Did they have you come in? It was the very last limo. See, so was I. I wonder if this is always a plan, that all the villains are in the last limo. I know. You should ask Michelle Money. Have you done it? I've talked to her, yeah. And that was yeah. one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you so bad right now, because she really had nothing bad to say about you. Oh, really? No. Like... <laughs> Nothing. Every, that, that's what I was. I've talked to a couple people from your season who really have nothing horrid to Michelle say. Wasn't on my season. Right. Was another villain. Right. Right. Um, that was very well known. Mm -hmm. um, but it's so funny because everybody that I know from Bachelor Nation, let's say, has said nothing but positive, uplifting things about Michelle. And it's funny to me because America, the way that they portrayed her on this show, made her seem to be, like, the worst person ever. Yep. yep. So it just goes to show that editing does take place. Right. I mean, and her and I, we talked a lot about villain villainry in general. And I, I talked about you, and I talked about Courtney Robertson, and we both were like... And, of course, I'd never talked to you before, but I was like, I just don't see... I look at your Facebook. I don't see you as being this horrible person. So, like, what's the deal? Where does it go wrong? But we'll get into the villainous. I want to talk about the first night. Obviously, like, everyone's kind of judging each other. I want... Did you get the first impression, Rose? Yes. That... I, <laughs> so did I. So, did you know? Did you have a feeling you were going to get it? Oh, no. 
So I didn't know that I was the last, like the last limo because they don't tell you what order you're in. No. So when you get to the house and I got out of the limo to meet Sean, I was actually probably the second to last girl in my limo to exit the limo to go meet And I remember I was so nervous watching the girls get out of my limo going up to him because they let you like look through the window. Yep. And you can see like their facial expressions and how like, you know, they are. And I knew at that point, I'm like, okay, I need to get my stuff together so I can like have the confidence to go up there. So I remember getting out of the limo and I, I think I had one or two girls in the limo looking at me now. And I went up and he made me wait out there for like 30 minutes. And I'm like, oh my God, what is going on? Like, huh. is he be home? Like, so much thoughts came through, rolling through my mind. And of course, overthinking is the killer on the show. Um, so all the producers are on the side and they're like, just stay put, just stay put. He'll be right back. Well, sure enough, he comes running back out and he has like a rose behind his back. Like, I just want to say, you don't even have to say much. I just want to give you this. Will you accept it? And I was like, okay. Wait, was that the season where he gave out like eight roses? No. He only gave out one rose, and it was at like opening when he got out of the limo. That was oh. the only time he ever done that. I remember. I knew there was something different about it. So that was yeah. like right away he went in. So he didn't even have the cocktail party yet to get oh. to know everybody. He just immediately out the gates gave a rose. So you walk... That's where it started. Right. That's what's harder. You walk into the house already with the first impression, Rose. Uh-huh. Oh. No, what happened was I walked into the house and I take my rose and I toss it. And the producers, of course, are like, no, 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 no. You, you can't. need to take both and walk in there. So I was like, oh, my God, I'm immediately going to have a target right on my back. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So I grabbed the rose. I walked into the room and. I swear to God, my heart dropped and sank in my stomach because the fact that I'm looking in the living room and there's all these beautiful women sitting on the couch. Yeah. And it's super intimidating oh, yeah. too. And so they were like, oh, you got a rose immediately. And I'm uh, like, so They didn't bad. even care about your name. They just knew no. you had a rose. No, not, they didn't ask any questions, not where I was from, my name, my age, nothing. They immediately just asked, how did you get that? Do you ever wonder if, if that was just, like, set up from the beginning to screw you? Yeah, I mean, I've questioned a lot of things, especially when, you know, season came out. Yeah. And sitting back watching it with my family and friends and being like, wait, that didn't happen there. And then clipping it into somewhere else. Oh, yeah, we'll talk but about that. You just have to write it out. Yeah, yeah. But did you, did you get... A cock- when the cocktail portion started, obviously you already had a rose, but did you talk to him again? Yeah. And that I'm probably sure pissed everyone off too. <laughs> she already has a rose and she gets cocktail party but, time. But I didn't talk to him until the very last. Okay, so that's respectful. That I, Good job. That I think I did. I want to say I did. But I think it was like maybe in passing of like him going getting taken somewhere to like do an interview or something. I don't think, I I know for a fact I didn't go up to him and interrupt him and steal him from a girl. I didn't do that um, because I I had a rose, you know? Wow. Yeah, I knew there was something interesting about the way he did things. So, okay, now I know. So, okay, so 
from night one, you obviously go home, you're feeling really good about yourself. Then things start going south. Did you feel things, like, did you feel women talking about you? Did you feel like, uh-oh, this isn't no. going so well? Uh-uh. The first night, like, I knew there was tension because of everyone wants the first impression rose. Right. I mean, that's, everyone wants a rose, of regardless course. of the first impression or not. Um, but I did feel towards the beginning or the middle of the season, that's when things started to, like, get tension. A few weeks ago on the Mouthing Off podcast, my BFF Brandy made fun of me because I don't moisturize my skin. She ain't wrong. The truth is I haven't taken great care of my skin. And one of my biggest concerns is that I'm a 26-year-old with acne. I have to blur pimples out of all my photos. I have redness on my nostrils, my problem areas, or my T-zone. I have really bad hormonal acne, you know, those painful undergrounders. And then after Brandy called me out, I decided, yeah, I guess it's time to start taking my skincare seriously. And usually, if I've ever felt like doing that, I'd throw random products on my skin hoping for the best, but I don't want to do that anymore. So I used Beauty by Design. Beauty by Design offers complete skincare solutions created by online estheticians. So you can get a skin diagnosis by precision matched products customized just for you. Plus, I have my own licensed esthetician on hand to provide expertise and advice by text at any time I want. So here's how it works. I took a quiz. I sent my esthetician a selfie. And oh my God, it was not pretty at all. Just red everywhere. I had a full evaluation with my esthetician. I got to ask any questions, send my concerns. I was just blowing up her phone with my frustrations with my 26-year-old acne. From there, my esthetician recommended several products to me. I chose what I wanted. I chose everything because I just was like, give me everything. And within days, you guys, came within a couple days and I saw results. BD by Design offers over 250 safe and natural active ingredients that carry unique therapeutic properties that give you a healthy glow and radiant skin. And obviously you guys can tell there's been a difference because I've been getting Instagram messages about my glow. So Beauty by Design is real, guys. I can tell you right now, this is the best I have ever felt about my skin. I got a cleanser, a moisturizer, there you go, Brandy, a high serum and spot treatment, and it's been a dream for my skin. I just, I, I cannot I can post photos, I cannot edit them, and I'm so happy that whenever I do have questions or maybe concerns, I can just text my esthetician. She's like my BFF. So don't just try random products and hope they work, and don't settle for skin that doesn't make you happy. Try Beauty by Design. They offer a 30-day risk-free guarantee with free shipping and returns if, you know, for whatever reason, you don't like your products. So do this right now. 20% off your first order. Visit beautybydesign.com slash Olivia. Use the promo code Olivia. It's that easy. The offer is for first time customers. Do this now, please. If you are frustrated with your skin like I was, visit beautybydesign.com slash Olivia. Use the promo code Olivia and you'll get 20% off your first order. So, okay. All right. So then let's get into the specifics of your villainry. Um, I don't even know what was first, but my top favorite moments, um, the hypothermic reaction to the polar bear plunge. Mm -hmm. Which is so real. It was actually real. It was 100% real. I mean, look, I just went swimming in a, an alpine uh, river here or a lake where I live in Washington. And 
that stuff's cold. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like I was having a hypothermic reaction. Yeah, well, they make you sign at um, Lake Louise when we were in Canada. They made us sign an, like a waiver basically stating that, hey, if something happens, we're not liable. Wow. So, and they tell you, they walked you through all of it, like this is this many degrees below zero. It does shock everyone's body differently. Um, everyone reacts differently too. Yep. Some can hop right back up and be okay. But literally, I'm not kidding and or exaggerating this as they made it seem as oh, I she faked it. Facade this whole purpose of hypothermia. Yep. No, it was so cold to the fact that they didn't show uh, the oxygen that I needed. They didn't show my blood vials. They didn't show that my blood sugar completely dropped. They didn't tell you the detail of what really happened. Of course not. When season came out. So it was very frustrating because America only got to see a small clip of it instead of seeing that, hey, this can happen to any one of us differently. Of course. Of course. So, okay. So that was time number one, no faking. Then we no. had the fall. No faking either. No faking? You promise? <laughs> So, the, you know, like the stairs in the house? Yeah. I don't know. Was your season at the... the it's still at the mansion. So you were oh. at the mansion at this point, the fall? Uh-huh. So we were... Um, Chris Harrison had, like, walked in or something, if I recall. And we had to go down because someone knocked at the door type of thing. Yeah. Um, so we came ran, running down the stairs. And I had a brand new pair of, like, Toms, I believe, at the time. Okay. And they were super slip, brand new, like, tags still on the bottom. <laughs> So I run down the stairs and I completely slipped. I ate shit. <laughs> I ate shit. But I like, what am I supposed to do? Like not eat shit? Like I can't help that. I mean, you're supposed to be more careful. I know. <laughs> so did you say in that moment, oh, I need Sean. I need Sean. No, I didn't. <laughs> I did not say that. And the, paramed- the paramedics came, right? And like took you out yeah. on a stretcher? They, no, so they came, um, come up, some producers came over and they were like, hey, are you okay? Do you need us to call paramedics? I said, no. They were like, okay, well, we have to call paramedics anyway oh because we need to make sure that your neck's okay. And I'm like, I'm fine. I can stand up. I'm fine. It's just my neck. So they're like, I'm sorry, we have to call. So, of course, they call. and They, they need the footage of the ambulance is what they need. They need some spice. Oh, okay. No other girl was bringing it. No. no. Well, you you brought it for everybody. So okay. So we have proof from the uh, the woman herself. She did get hypothermia and she did trip and fall down the stairs. Or was it the stairs or just on the hallway? No, the stairs. Ooh, yeah. That is that is rough. I could see why they called the paramedics. <laughs> and then we have the eyebrow. Yes. I I'm looking at your eyebrow right now. What was the eyebrow in question? Your right or left brow? I don't know if it was any specific brow. What was the problem again? They didn't like your eyebrow? They didn't like my eyebrows. They said that it had a lot of expression. I'm sorry. You do have an eyebrow that like goes higher than the other, and it's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Olivia. You're welcome. And then, this, oh, the sparkle. The sparkle. What did you say again? Oh, gosh. You're not going to dull my sparkle? Yeah. Or something? I said, no, I said it was on the lines of my parents, all, whenever I've done pageants, my parents always said that there's that sparkle. And then they make it this whole thing. 
So dumb. Oh, yes, everybody can have my sparkle. Everyone can have my sparkle. I mean, it's funny because I was Googling you just trying to educate myself. And, you know, all these dumb ragtag magazines, they have like top villains listed. And you are you're number one, like every time, every <laughs> time. And I have a very keen respect for the villains. But yeah, when I was looking at it, I saw the hypothermia this fall and then the eyebrows and then Eyebrow has its own Twitter. It, that's I remember it was called Tierra's Eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Did god. Did you see that? Were you on social media while the season was airing? Social media at the time wasn't big like it was for like the seasons after mine. Right. Um so I didn't have social media until after the show. And then that's why like I don't do so I didn't do social media very much. And all these other, you know, girls from the show shows have done so great because of the show amplified them basically boosted them do you Um, regret like not doing more social media no because i'm in like for me i'm more like a homebot you seem pretty private yeah i'm very like like secluded i like my group of friends i don't I don't necessarily need to post my daily life every second. Okay, you know? I will note, I'm here. Tierra's eyebrow still exists, <laughs> but they haven't posted since 2013. There you go. The last tweet was, haven't taken my final brow quite yet. Hashtag bachelor. It has almost 13,000 followers. Yeah. And it's a picture of your brow. <laughs> oh, I remember this. This was classic. Wow, memories. Okay, so so I really do want to, you you film the show and you you go home. What number six, right? Number five. Number five. Did you have a feeling you were going to go home when you did? Mm, no, it kind of came blindsided. Yeah. Uh, Sean flew and his sister to uh, Saint Croix, where we were in the Virgin Islands, and he flew in his sister because he wanted her to meet me to see why these girls were talking so bad to him about bad about me to him yeah so she he flew in her and um that day ashley went on a date with uh sean yep and completely used her whole time to talk about me yep at the house. and when the when she came back and i was supposed to go that night to meet his sister and sean um you know, the producers get going of the fact that Ashley's back. We heard that she talked about you, da 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 yep. So long story short, I'm going to confront that, you know, and the fact that I've never once said one bad thing about any of these girls yep. to Sean, any t- and not once. And I thought it was pretty ironic that this is down to the top five and girls are using their time to gossip about another girl right. instead of just being confident in yourself and your relationship with yep. them. So I went up to her and I said, hey, you know, why are you using And then that's when the altercation started. Was this in the hotel room? Um, It was in our bungalow. So we were staying in the But it was like when you were in a bedroom. That's when the big fight broke out, right? Yeah. It's just so funny because, like, I've never met Ashley Frazier. That's the Mm -hmm. Ashley we're talking about, by the way. Um, I lived in New York and I, like, knew of her. I'm just surprised that she was the one who like really took issue with you because she seems like so just sweet and like non-confrontational and 
You know, was it shocking that she was the one that took the biggest issue with you? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't know what she had against me, really. I, I honestly can say at this point in my life, just as I was six years ago, I had no problem with any of the girls, not one. Wow. And I didn't know them to have a problem with them. And I'm not going to hate somebody because we're all in a situation of dating the same guy. Right. I was the same way. I didn't have a problem with anyone while we were filming. I had a problem when I'm watching it back, seeing the stuff that people were saying, knowing that all the time in interviews, in those private interviews, producers would be like, what do you think about this person? And I'd say, oh, I don't really, really want to talk about that. N- never went out of my way to say anything about anyone. So all of a sudden, I'm like, are you kidding me? when I'm watching the show back. That's when I started like having an issue. But at that point, it was like, whatever. I don't even care, you know? Yeah, yeah just... I agree. That was the same way with me, though. They would always, the producers would always try to get stuff going, stirring up the pot. Um, but honestly, I, they don't have one episode or show that came out of me talking bad about somebody right. or using my time with the guy to talk about their relationship or you know what they're doing in the house maybe but I still don't have anything negative to say about any of the girls and that's why I went back to do the women tell all I told my story the best way I can like I am now to you Mm -hmm. um I mean granted it's been a few years but um I looked at each and every one of them and I said look I'm sorry if I offended anybody or if I if you got the wrong impression of me I'm not wanting to be friends with you I know what I signed up for, but I also, too, it was weird. You don't know what to expect no. until you're actually there doing it. Right. And people always say, well, why did you sign up for it? You know it. What's going to happen? And it's like, no, you always try to give the benefit of the doubt of what if. Yeah. What if, like, you can actually go there and make great friends. And But my season was tough. Oh, yeah. I mean, mine was, mine was too. I, 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 I always think back. People say, like, how should I prepare, blah, blah, blah. There is no way of preparing for this shit. Like, you don't, it's insane. And you, you know, you say you watched the show growing up. I did too. And so I thought like, oh, I know how this goes. I can do this. I got fucked big time. And I thought I was good at the game. Did you try out for it or no? I didn't. My mom and sister sent in a video and they called me and I was like a really last minute addition. So I didn't even really have time to think about it. Um, if I had, maybe I wouldn't have done it, but, um, you know, I, I definitely, I didn't think I did anything on the show that warranted what the editing room decided to put out there. I was like, holy shit, I pissed someone off. Mm-hmm. What, was there any moment that aired, um, first of all, did you watch your season? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You did? Yeah, see, I it's couldn't up, watch. Like- up until like the probably the fifth show where I was getting like you, I was like, hell no, that hell no. happened. Yeah. You know, or where I was getting pissed to the fact of how can they do this? And the producers make you seem like they have your back. Yeah. When it goes to air, they like put everything together to make a story of something that really didn't happen. Was there anything that you watched or any moment you, you mentioned kind of cutting and pasting things um, I could name a gajillion moments that aired incorrectly versus, you know, how they happened. Was there any moment that was edited 
worse that really upset you or just was so off versus what happened in the real world or real time? Um, I think like the day that I went home, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, they made that seem to be dragged out like a lot longer than what actually happened. It okay. happened so quick. Yeah. Um, that he had asked me, do you want to leave? And I said, yeah. And he's like, okay. So he let me go. But it was me saying I wanted to leave anyways because I wasn't going to put put up with the situation I was in. Right. Nor, no, no one should, you yeah. know? Um, especially over a guy that... I, I didn't have a one-on-one date with them. Me neither. So I was just ready to go. I was checked out mentally, like emotionally. I was so drained of being with these women more than him. Mm-hmm. And um, I just think that the, probably the end, and I think the whole hypothermia thing, I think that yes. they, the parts where they made it seem so fake and exaggerated to the fact of, like you said, it, did it really happen? Right. I don't blame you for asking that because entire America asked that, yep. you know, everybody. Um, but yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. No, I mean, I could name a gajillion. There was some where I was like, yeah, I mean, the, in the, in the ITMs, especially you're just talking so much that they can cut and paste anything to make it, you know, but, and that's, it was more of just the situations that I was like, how the hell did they make it look like it happened like that? Mm-hmm. Cause it's just, it's so different than what actually happened. And then, you know, it's hard even to go on Women Tell All when all you want to do is be like, that's not what happened and you guys know it, but you Uh can't say that stuff. Right. And you can't say producers did this. Exactly. And that's what I mean by they make you feel like when you're there and you're contestant, have your back and they're your best friend. Yep. The producers at the end of the day have a job to do. And that's to run... A, a show. Yeah. How do you feel about producers now? Did you ever contact them afterwards or? No, Alon and I stayed pretty close um, after my season, of course, because they wanted me to go there for Women Tall. Right. Um, I've been asked to go to Bachelor in Paradise a few times, um, but I declined the offer. Ah, you have, have you? <laughs> like, like recently? Yeah, every time. No way. Mm-hmm. Oh, me and you should go on together. Oh. That would be fun. Oh, that would be. They're like, they're teaming up. Holy shit. We could take over and show how sexy villainry can be. I'm always getting questions about my hair. So whether it's my cut, the color, the style of it, what curler I use when it has beachy waves, my answer is that the way my hair looks starts with how healthy it is. And it's healthy because I use Sugar Bear hair. So you've seen Sugar Bear hair all over Instagram. They're a bestseller on Amazon with thousands of rave reviews. They're these cute little blue gummies that taste like sweet, delicious candy made with the juice of real berries, but they contain everything you need for stronger and healthier hair. So here's the deal. They have as much vitamin A as four cups of broccoli, as much vitamin C as one cup of cranberries, and as much vitamin B12 as four organic eggs. Plus, tons of Sugar Bear hair fans also have found that their nails and skin quality improved over time. So here's how I start every morning. I have my two Sugar Bear hair gummies with my coffee because great healthy hair is super important to me and obviously important to you guys because you ask about it a lot. So whether you have long 
long hair or a short little bob like me, Sugar Bear hair seriously works and they taste so good. So go to sugarbearhair.com slash Olivia. Try it for yourself to get beautiful hair and you know, to make a healthier you. That's sugarbearhair.com slash Olivia. One more time for you, babes. It is sugarbearhair.com slash Olivia. So did you, obviously I think the Brit would be cool is I've always said this to my parents. They should bring a villain back or a bachelor. Easily. I, I, I don't know why they they haven't. They won't. Why? I I feel like the more polarizing the character is, the more interest there is. Uh And I'm, I mean, I just, I don't, I'm getting bored of the, of the same old shit where it's just, Oh, like she's so great she's I love that they're doing all these boss ladies that's great but like I want to feel every part of me hate hates hated Nick Vile like I think but I liked that I felt something whether it was dislike towards him or or like a I liked him I just felt something I felt compelled to watch no he was what was he he was the season after but what's your season Ben Higgins Hayden, have right. you, I don't know if you do you do you watch still or no no I mean because like you said to be honest it, I found after like a couple seasons after me it began to be like well I felt like Desiree's season was extremely boring yeah and she was my season and then there after that I kind of stopped watching and being interested yep. just because of the fact I just felt that there's different names and different people but right. they were still doing the same it's the thing. same formula Totally so, the same formula. And like, change it up, Bachelor. What Why do don't do? they do the double Bachelorette again, but it's me and you? <laughs> Are you single? Could you? Yeah. Oh, see? Why do we make it happen and we can sparkle all over everyone's television <laughs> set? <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> no, I, okay, so I want to touch a little bit more. Um, as far as women tell all, mm-hmm. I do I was so pissed at how I was edited that I didn't want to go. Like, was there a part of you that didn't want to go? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't want to go. But I knew that I knew that I had to go to tell my side because that wasn't fair how they edited me. Whether America believes it or not, I know the truth. Right. And I know what really happens. And all those 27 women know as well. So, and there were a few of them that really told the truth. And said, you know, she really didn't do anything. Granted, yes, she didn't want to make friends with everybody, but so be it. Yeah. Um, but that was it. There was really no specifics that people could point out right. on my wall. If you watch back, there really was, it was issues like, you don't say good morning. Oh. Really? Like, are we 12? Like, <laughs> why are we having this discussion? You, you didn't say good morning to me and look at me in the eye. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> That's why I went, but yes, I was not wanting to. And you were in the hot seat, of course. So was I. My question for you is, were you, when when I went to Women Tell All, I was separated, like, into a different trailer. Like, I wasn't allowed to see anyone. They brought me in to the audience after everybody else. Was it the same for you? Yeah. That's how to treat every villain. Yeah. I figured. I just am curious. Like, we have to I be secluded. We got our own trailer. I, no, you want to know the, you know what? I'm going to tell a story, you guys. I did get my own trailer. I am so psycho that I think everything was, like, built against us to, like, stress us out, and especially the villains. My trailer um, didn't have electricity. 
So like, first of all, I have a, uh, I have a belief. Did you get your hair and makeup done? No. They made you do it? Well, I have the option. Oh, and you chose to do it yourself. Okay, so I wanted hair and makeup, and they said, no, we don't have hair and makeup. You have to do it yourself. All the other girls come to learn later on got hair and makeup. They all did. So I didn't. I was in my own trailer. I finally said I need a hair person. Because I thought I was getting my hair and makeup done, I didn't bring anything. So mm -hmm. I was like, you effers need to get a hair person in here now. So this person is straightening my hair. The power goes out and they leave a massive crimp in my hair, like a huge crimp. And I'm like, these fuckers just pulled the plug on the electric to tell, oh, sorry, you're gonna have a crimp in your hair. I'm just telling you, I'm a crazy person, but um, yeah. I, overthinking. I'm totally overthinking, but it's good to know that, th that it wasn't just me, that everyone is secluded from everyone else. And then the party afterwards, was there like a party? Yeah. Did you go? Did you hang? No. I immediately got back to LAX, flew out, and went back home. That's how I was too. I went to the party for like 15 minutes, and I just was like, there's nothing for me here. There's nothing. Yeah. It was still awkward. Why was you, why were you the villain though? What was like, because you got the first impression too? I got the first impression, Rose. I, I definitely felt like there was a target on my back, um, but I didn't feel like that was necessarily the downfall. I got, I went on a group date the week after that and got the Rose again. And I feel like those combined kind of started pissing people off. And then it was kind of similar with you where like, I wasn't actively doing anything really to harm people. I just was kind of minding my own business, but I'll definitely agree with everyone that I didn't put myself out there to become friends with anyone because I just didn't feel comfortable doing that. Like, not everyone is an, an extroverted social butterfly. I wish I was, you know, but I just wasn't. I can fake it till I make it. I just like, I didn't feel comfortable. Like I... I was tired all the time. I felt like everyone was talking shit about me. And so I didn't want to like put myself out there for people, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know if you felt the same way. Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, or when you would walk in through a room and people would immediately stop talking. Exactly, yes. Oh, okay, yep. I know that you were probably oh, saying. I've, I, I've said that before. I would walk into a room with the girls and I'd, I would literally actively say, okay, you know what, I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna try, I'm gonna walk into the room and talk to them, and it just would go silent, or no one would talk to me. And I'd be like, yep, see, why am I doing this? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I think that's how every villain is. Maybe it is. I'm gonna, one day, I'm gonna get everyone together, all of us, and we're just gonna talk through everything. Ugh. So you say social media wasn't as big when you were a villain, but did you, I mean, you obviously like received hate, right? Like, did you see hate? Did it affect you? How did you feel? No, at the time, like, I feel like my, my time, social media was just up and coming. Yep. Like it was, so granted, I got lucky because I feel like if it was any further of the seasons that have happened already, that shit would have been... You'd get roasted, yeah. Yeah, you would get fried. Yep. The fact that people are so cruel behind a, cam behind a computer yep. or, like, you know, the internet, it's just so bizarre to me that people can be that nasty and they don't even know you. They don't even know you personally. They don't know you at any way. No. They know you based off of what Amer what the editors have put on TV. Yep. Um, and same thing with like Jersey Shore. I'm learning 
um, you know, their whole family reunion. Yep. So that one of the Jersey Shore guys lives in Las Vegas and he works out at my gym. Polly. No, not Polly. Um, Ronnie. The Ronnie. One that, Ronnie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's actually such a nice guy. Yep. And he's not as corny as Jersey Shore made him to be, like this big Guido. Yep. He's not. Yes, he's from Jersey. Yes, he lived there. Yes, he looks like a Jersey guy, but he's actually real, really humble individual. And I, nice to see that side of someone because I was only exposed to what I was watching. Right. I mean, we can all open our eyes. Like I'm friendly with a lot of the Jersey Shore cast too. Um, I've never met Ronnie, so it's interesting that you have that take, but I'm close-ish with the situation and close with Sammy and I've met Vinny. Like Vinny is one of the coolest people ever. Like has yeah. a really awesome just view of people and he's really introverted and like shy and kind of awkward. And like, it's just so cool to meet people in real life. And it kind of humbles you when I'm watching shows to just not like immediately judge based on what I'm seeing. It's really interesting. Have you met Ronnie's baby? No. Does he ever bring her to the, er, the gym? Not dang. Oh, dang it. Well, that's, that's interesting. I didn't know he lived in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Him and Polly D both do. Ah. Have you ever gone to Celine Dion in Vegas? Never. Oh, please go and tell me how it is. <laughs> you love her? Oh, I love her so much. She's everything to me. Aww. Legit everything to me. Okay, so I want to... I have a couple more random, random things to ask you. Um, you said you watched the show with your family. What did they think of how everything went down? Oh, they were upset at first. Um, in the first couple episodes, they were excited yeah. and eager to keep watching because the first show it was great. You know, yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad at all. You know, their daughter got a first impression. I was myself. Um, second show, third show, fine. It was like I said in the beginning or in the be- uh, middle of the season <clears throat> where things started to take a little turn. Um, but they were, they know who I truly am. Right. So I necessarily don't think that there was any perception on what they thought or didn't think happened. Yeah. Um, my, my, my family knows that reality TV has one job to do. Yep. That's make things happen so that way people tune in. Otherwise, if the show was dry with nothing, right. nobody would watch it. Did you ever have run-ins with people in public? Did anyone recognize you or say anything mean? Yeah, all the time. Not anything mean. Huh. It was so crazy when people would meet me at, or out somewhere at the mall. They would come up and they would want a picture, of course. Yeah. Um, and then they would always say, which was very interesting to me, they're like, you're so tiny in person. I feel and like I'm you like, are really tiny. How tall I'm are like, you? So make me out to be like this huge giant. <laughs> but they say that camera makes you look 10 times heavier, I yeah. think. Um, I'm only 5'3". I can, I, I see that. You're Italian, yeah. right? Uh-huh. I, I figured, yeah. Okay, I am too. <laughs> you actually look Italian. I don't. Because you have the blonde hair, blue eyes. It's very weird. No one, no one believes that I'm Italian. Really? Yeah. I think, I think you look Italian. I have the Italian anger in me. <laughs> <laughs> I have the sass. Um, I want to talk about Sean just a little bit. Um, okay. I've occasionally taken issue with some things that Sean does. Okay. You, okay, so you say that you have nothing bad to say about Sean, 
But like he hasn't spoken highly of you. Did you ever read interviews that he did where he was like, my one regret was not getting rid of her sooner? That That's just freaking rude. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't b- always buy what an article says or True. this or that because there's articles that came out about me where about like my childhood oh, or like yeah. high school and stuff that like never happened. Right. And so I don't always necessarily believe everything I read. Um, but if, like I said, if he has to talk bad about someone that was on his season, that's on him. Right. I don't need to talk bad about him to make myself look better. There, that's how it should be. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I went on there. We, you know, talked while I did the show, um, along with all the other girls. I respected him, and I still respect him. I think I'm so happy that he's still with Catherine and yeah. that they have, you know, babies together. And I think that's awesome to see because I think all the relationships in Bachelor history, there's Fail. very few that have lasted. Right. So it's nice to see that it does and can work. Did you, you know? think that she was going to win? Not at all. She was the surprise in that season. So blindsided because the relationship on the season was very weird. Yeah. Like nobody saw it coming. And I'm sure you can ask anybody, they would say the same. Granted, now I'm sure this is totally different than how the show was. Who did you think it was going to be? I thought it would either come down to Lindsay. Okay. Or Ashley. Lindsay, the girl who got second, right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, okay. Interesting. Yeah, because I knew who Ben was going to pick the whole time. And uh, yeah, I think we all did. Totally. So it's interesting that that was like the one season where no one would have said Catherine would be the one. Yeah, their relationship unfolded. Really late? Weird, yeah. Yeah. I didn't see it, that's for sure. Yeah, no, I like, I love that Sean and Catherine are still together. My only thing with him is that like, He'll live tweet the show or he'll he'll he did this after show and he'll just like rip into contestants, like make fun of them. This girl's crazy, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, you've done the show. You were you were the bachelor and you were one of the the many. So like, you know what goes into this show and to like go out of your way to make fun of people when like, you know, for sure what can go into like the emotional kind of issues that go into it. I'm always like, dude, stop ripping people when you know they're going through a lot. Yeah. That's the only thing. That's my message for you, Sean. Is your beef for him? Yes. Yeah, I mean, he used to, like, rip me when he was watching uh, my, you know, Ben's season, and then, like, uh, he, d- he hosted this little after show thing for a while, and he would just be such a dick about me. And I'm like, dude... You had a villain on your season of The Bachelor. There was a villain when you were on the show, on The Bachelorette. Like, please don't act like this is, like, some crazy thing where I'm so insane. (laughs) Like, there's so much that goes into this, dude. That's funny. You know this, bro. Um, Then I want to ask, you took a lot. You you were basically dark after the show. You didn't do, like, any interviews. No, I did a few. Um, I declined a lot. Yeah. Um, I just felt like, why do I need to keep telling my story? Right. If people want to know me, ask me. Um, and people that do know me know who I truly am, you know? Right. So I don't need to prove anything to anybody. That's true. I kind of felt. And then you just posted today that you, for the first time in a year. Mm-hmm. So you went dark on social media. Why'd you do that? Just to take a step back. I'm 
life. I feel like we are all so consumed in this device that we carry every single day that we've really lost the true meaning of being connected. I mean, nobody had social media years ago or our parents' generation. And they look at the lasting relationships they have. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like, yes, it's such a great thing that social media brings people together, but it also is such a bad thing because I feel like it really truly disconnects people. I agree. I go out to dinner all the time and I look at a family, all their kids have iPads, no one's talking. And for me, growing up in an Italian family, we had dinners all the time and especially Sunday dinners, like we would talk, we would communicate, we would have, you know, interaction and there's like none of that anymore. So I went, not necessarily went dark, but I just took a step back and wanted to see why I was posting and what kind of purpose I could bring to others to help. So what did Um, you learn? I just learned that live life every day, not pleasing or getting, trying to get attention from people that really don't matter. Right. To see how many likes you can get. I mean, it doesn't matter. You should know who you are and what you stand for. And that's what I believe. Um, So I just to reset, that's all. And you're back. She comes comes back with an awesome workout photo. What is that, Pilates (laughs) or something? That's um, hot Pilates, yeah. Hot Pilates, shoot. There is no way. Oh, I know. The one last thing I want to ask about was that engagement mm-hmm. after the show, which yeah. Ashley swore was a hoax. Yeah, no, it was not. It was not, but you're no longer engaged. No longer engaged. We broke off the engagement um, about nine months after. Okay. Just because we were so, I was only 24. He was right. only 25. We had dated for four years prior to the show. Um, till this day, he's still in my life. We are still trying to mend things and work through them. But as we all know, everyone has their own issues that we have to deal with. Right. Um, so it's just getting by and working through those differences. Was it true that the producers were trying to fly him out to like St. Croix to fight for you on the show or something like that? No. That never happened? No. I just read a random article about that. Oh. I was like, that's so random because they ne- that was never a storyline for you. So why mm-hmm. would they do that? And we didn't speak at all. Yeah. Uh, into the show. Interesting. So. so no longer engaged, but it wasn't a hoax. It was real, and you're working on it. Mm-hmm. Could there be- maybe be another engagement? The same ring? Never know. That was a good <laughs> ring, I'm just saying. It was really good. It was beautiful. Well, I'm so happy that I got to talk to you. I just think you're awesome. Oh, I have you. a fascination with villains, and your jewelry game is really strong. Oh, thank you. I wish people could see. She's got this, like, awesome star choker and then this cool, like, wishbone thing. Like, yeah. all the chokers, all the necklaces, I'm really into the look. It's good. <laughs> okay, so where can everyone follow you now that you're back on social media? You can follow me at Tiara Lakazi, my name. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's spelled T-I-E-R-R-A, and my last name's L-I-C-A-U-S-I. Um, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Oh my gosh, we're going to grow your following six years later. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, get back to work. It was so awesome to talk to you. You're great. Virtually. Virtually meeting. (laughs) Have a good day. I'll I'll text you when this comes out. Okay. Okay, bye, hun. Bye.